Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired, the podcast coming to you from an FBI safe house somewhere. Oh, CIA? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, geez. Sounds more interesting. It does, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. We are here in the wilds of Mansfield, Connecticut. It's beautiful out here. It is. That's the wrong town, but that's good. That works. (laughs) (laughs) That works for keeping it safe where we are. That's right. So I'm Kia from Engage Connecticut. (laughs) Uh, who am I? Uh, last time I checked, which which alias are you going under? <laughs> DJ Sam from Atmosphere Productions, Disc Jockey Surface. And we're here to give you some, impart some wedding knowledge yes. to you. And one of the first things that we do is Wedding Tip Wednesday. So go for it, Sam. Wedding, wedding Tip, Tip Wednesday, Wednesday on Be Engaged, Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by Patterson Family Chocolates, your online chocolate store at pattersonfamilychocolates.com. Yes, the Wedding Tip Wednesday can be found on the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page. Go there every Wednesday and you will get a free, I said free, I said free Wedding Tip Wednesday. And today's Wedding Tip Wednesday is don't micromanage your vendors on your wedding day. Let them do their jobs. Why? Because they are the professionals. And you hired them for a reason. (laughs) I mean, and if you are concerned then they weren't the right hire. Yes. And you should have been concerned prior and you should have sort of figured out ways to handle that situation. Right. Not on the day of your wedding, no. pulling your hair out, wondering, why did I hire this guy? Mm-hmm. Too late. Yep, because it's a little bit too late to go from that part of it. So just simply allow them to do their job. Understand that the people that you've put in charge understand your vision, um, especially if you're working with a wedding planner. Let us worry, why in the world did you hire that person? Yeah. And We'll let you know after the wedding. And you'll have a stress-free, fun wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yep. So you want to know my topic for today? Oh, does it have something to do with the blues? It does. Oh, it's musical. So we're going to discuss wedding blues, but now in two versions. There's the post-wedding blues, which, do you know what that is? That's before the wedding. No. Oh. That would be pre Oh, yes. Post. (laughs) Sorry. Post is after. (laughs) I'm an idiot. Yes. (laughs) I agree. Um, So, no, there is this actual true phenomenon of people, once the wedding's over, Mm -hmm. just being let down. And I know you've seen it on the dance floor when that drunk guy walks over and he's just truly, truly, deeply sad that you've stopped playing music. Oh, yeah. And they... They, you know, they're like, what do you mean it's over? Like, what do we do next? Like, is there an after party? And yeah. you're you're packing up your stuff. It's you see ya. Yes. Uh, yeah. But there is really genuinely um a, a set of depression that can come for some people who've been planning, especially if you've been planning for a very long time of what's going like, I'm just done. So it it's the fact that you've lost the planning. You've lost mm-hmm. the the feelings that you got. You got sort of like an adrenaline rush. From, and you just had the biggest adrenaline rush, rush yes. all of it, yep. and now you're sort of coming down from it. Boom. It's 12.30. We mm-hmm. got to go. We got to go. And even if you have an after party or you have a brunch, yep. at some point, a lot of our couples say, like on Monday morning, they, they're they sort of lost. 
I've like, ne- what do I do? I've never heard of this phenomenon. But that's because I'm a wedding planner. Oh. And so, I mean, I've literally had people text me who were like, we're like at the airport. Thank you so much. We don't know what we're going to do with like our extra bedroom that now no longer is going to have all of this wedding stuff in it. Right. Because it's a process. And think about it. When you've been, when you've gone to like an amazing vacation and you've come back home, there's a little part of you that you're like, awesome. This is my bed. I can lay down. But there's that little part of you that's like, oh, I wish I was still on that beach with that, you know, hot wife and drinking something. Of course, hot wife. Um, I have it the other way around. I'm on vacation and when it comes to the like the last two or three days, I'm like, damn, I wish I was home. I don't know. Honestly. Oh, I, okay. But I, see, that's everybody does it differently. I, I, I get this like, I wish I was home and I wish I was in my own bed and I can't wait to get back because the mm-hmm. rush of going on vacation is now over mm-hmm. and now you know two days from now, you've got to get back to the cycle of doing what you, you so want you, to. So you, you prep yourself I, for the Literally, blues. maybe that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so this is why you don't know what it is because you've been prepping for it for hours or days before. I usually, when I leave a vacation, I always have that moment of like, damn it, I wish I would have, I, I should have taken that like extra trip out onto the ocean or I should have gone for one more kayak run or something. That's where I'm always like, did I see everything I wanted to see? And that can happen to wedding couples. Did I interact with all of my guests? Did I get that magical moment that I created in my head of our first look? Did he cry? If he didn't cry, am I mad at him for not crying? Like some people build up everything and especially because we see so much of it on TV and you as a person who's actually been on TLC's Four Weddings and a Funeral. Not yes. funeral, but you know you what I mean. check it out on Amazon if you like, Prime. <laughs> yes, but that's, you know how much of each of those moments are built up. Yes. And you've witnessed them because sometimes since you have to do some of them a few times. Well, yes. Reality TV actually isn't real. Mm-hmm. You have to, they have to reset it, you know, from a different camera angle. You have to redo an introduction or a cake or a, a vow or something. Uh, they try not to interrupt the ceremony as much, but... Do uh, they walk down the aisle a few times? No. Okay. They, they, they tell them to stop, and then the camera goes from a different angle. Oh, but see, that's... But when you're watching things like this on TV, and you're planning, and then your wedding day comes, and the next day you wake up... Your your brain sometimes thinks like, did I do everything? So that is something in your memory that's playing back the entire mm-hmm. day, and you're kind of getting a withdrawal mm-hmm. from from running yeah. that that picture yeah. show in your head. Yeah, I once had like I told you, I once had a bride who was so upset because we put out the cocktail appetizer napkins at the bar, and the bar napkins accidentally ended up with the appetizers, uh. and in her brain after the event it wasn't that like like the whole day was ruined but there was a part of her who said well that was messed up and who else noticed it like you start uh, to nitpick and i it, and i hope that not everybody does it but mm-hmm. i've seen people do it and sometimes it's not even nitpicking sometimes it is that just you've you've done this whole thing and now you're married and now what do you do <laughs> it's not that you don't you know love each other and all right. that part of it but you that whole planning process, that constantly answering things, that constant juggling right. of basically two full-time jobs, your normal life right. and then and a wedding planning life. And yep. that's even if you're working with professionals. Yep. And then you buy in a house at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then you bought a, <laughs> got a puppy because it was cute. And you're doing all of this. And all of a sudden, boom, Bam. it's gone. Just like that. Just like that. 
It's just literally gone. So what do you do? Yeah. And for some people, they try to relive it back. So you'll get the couples who say like, okay, I'm back from my honeymoon and my photographer's not replying. Where's my photos? And I have to remind them to go back to their contract. And it says usually somewhere between six to eight to 10 weeks. If you're prime season, it could be as much as 12 weeks. And that anticipation sometimes can drive somebody crazy like but 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 i'm back i i should i should be able to see it like don't i get a sneak peek right and i often tell couples like if you are a person who think you're going to be that person who needs the sneak peek then have that conversation with your photographer or your videographer so they're aware of it so they're not blindsided all of a sudden because you've left 18 messages yes i mean you don't get this as much no, as a dj I because don't. you pack up and you go i don't Yep. And you might get a whole bunch of it. You know how some people have been like, this is the song. This is the version. Yep. Yep. This is my dad's yep. moment. Yep. And when, when they get to do that part of it, you're like, great. Awesome. But when that song is over, you're not like, well, that was super sad. Dad dance is over. But you understand the significance right. of it. It's the emotion that you bring into mm-hmm. the, the wedding. That's what I try to tell to my clients. You bring in the emotion of that day. What you're saying then, one, once it's over, you it's want It's a new that, set of feelings. Right, you want to have that feeling again. Mm-hmm. It's like a or, drug. Well, it is sort of like a drug. Or it's just that you're you're sort of trying to think back, like, did I do did I do everything I wanted to do? Like, I hear lots of times where people say, like, oh, my God, I wish I could do it again, even though it was the best day ever. I wish I could do it again because I would have done this. And you sort of, like you said, you play it back. This is where I say having videography is great because it does allow you to like look back at what you did. Yep. All right. We're going to take a quick break with our Indie Blast Podcast Network sponsor, and we'll be right back. Imagine going to a website or walking into a retail store and everything you see is only $1. Impossible, right? Well, you might think so. But Dollar Tree will prove you wrong. Dollar Tree is the nation's number one destination for value shopping. All of their stores are well-lit and crammed with all kinds of hidden treasures. Dollar Tree offers a plethora of merchandise that includes many national and regionally trusted brands. It doesn't matter if you're looking for housewares, dinnerware, candy, snacks, stationery, or holiday needs. You're going to find it at Dollar Tree. You can shop at your hometown store or shop online for exclusive offers, manufacture closeouts, watch videos, and join their Value Seekers Club. On top of all that, you can have your order shipped for free directly to your local store. To visit DollarTree.com, click on the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you. Doing so helps keep our podcast going. Dollar Tree, where everything is only $1. Are you shopping to find your thing? Is your thing stickers, t-shirts, posters? Is your thing wall art, clothing, home and living, phone cases? Are you shopping for your kids and babies? How about stationery? Many, many other gifts. You can find all these at Redbubble, Redbubble redbubble.com. Get the app and save 20% at redbubble.com. Find your thing. Click on the link in the show notes. That's Redbubble, Redbubble redbubble.com. It wasn't, it wasn't even a cool dog, like a Rottweiler. <laughs> no, it's like, no, a schnauzer <laughs> almost took me off the earth. <laughs> so, did you drink a lot? Did you yeah. uh, do drugs? I mean, what? Yeah, I, yes, to both. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, I, I was an ass. Really? For the bulk of those years. Okay, just and like what you mean, arrogant? Y- arrogant, it was just all about Phil Moon, whatever Phil Moon could do to benefit Phil Moon. Okay. Uh, and I didn't care who I walked on, who I stepped on, who I angered. Have you ever passed someone on the sidewalk and wondered what their story is? What makes them tick? What makes them who they are? I'm Nathan Wade, and I'm the host of Everyone Has a Story podcast. 
Each week we interview an average person and explore the events that have impacted, shaped, and molded them into the individuals they are today. In this world of vicious social media rants and bitter partisan politics, we need to put the Facebook down and shut the Fox News or CNN off and take our neighbor a plate of cookies. I'm trying to do my small part here to bring people a little closer together. So grab your favorite beverage, find a comfy chair, and join me in on the conversation. Everyone Has a Story releases a new episode every Monday morning. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also listen and subscribe at everyonehasastorypodcast.com. Remember, everyone is unique. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Now, we took a little break, and I think I figured something out here, Kia. A light bulb went off in your head? A big one, (laughs) and it hurt. And I saw the smoke. (laughs) So, I've had clients that after the wedding, after the honeymoon, they've come back and they sent me an email or called me and like, you know, Sam, we don't remember you playing XYZ song uh, throughout the night. So, I go to the computer, and little do you know that every song is logged the time that it's Mm -hmm. played, and we extrapolate that after every event for just this occasion. And I look back at the log, and we played those three songs. And either the couple had not heard them, or what I think, they weren't even in the room. Or they might have even been in the room, but they were hugging somebody, talking to somebody, having a different moment. I think because of reality TV, I think we, we exist in this part where we think that for those five and a half hours... We are part of all of it. Everything. And you're just not. Yeah. And that's one of the things that actually shows the signs of a great event because you didn't have to have your hands in every single thing. You weren't micromanaging every single thing and you were able to enjoy. Now, it would be a little different if somebody came back and said, hey, I want to walk down the aisle to whatever, Ave Maria. Yeah. And you played it as guests were coming in. (laughs) Then you could be upset. Right. But a lot of times, there's a lot of time... Five and a half hours is long, and it's short as hell as two. Like, yep. boom. Yeah. I've even had situations where the couple are just having such a great time. They're chatting at the bar or outside, and I've got to run out and say, you know, you got 10 minutes left. Your final song is coming up. Mm-hmm. And, and they're they're shocked yes. that this time has come to an end, and it's their final song. And they're looking at their watch, and they're like, Wow. You're right. Mm -hmm. Of course I'm right because (laughs) I got the time and I know I got to (laughs) go. Well, the other thing is, is think about, um, I mean, I see this a lot is, and I think you've seen it when people have tried to like interrupt the dancing to bring all of class of 19, whatever, Uh, onto the dance floor, 2000, whatever, or like everybody who went to this fraternity. Just a quick group picture. Which is never a quick group picture. (laughs) And they give this huge, huge list of every single thing that they want. And most photographers say, we will get through this as much as we can, but we will also not disrupt the wedding. Absolutely. And then people are like, oh, I'm so sad that I, I didn't get a picture with my grandmother. Some things you, once again, you have to put them into a category of these are most important. These are what I would love. There's lots of times where somebody's written like four times, must get a sunset photo, must get a sunset photo. Right. And I have photographers walk past me going like, they're not going out and I can't stop the sun. What would you like? And uh, it'll be one of those last things where I walk over to them and saying, if you would like this photo, I'm so sorry. Right. You have to go now. And sometimes they say, great, not a big deal. Right. And other times they're like, Rah! and they run out and they do it. And just a little tip. Make sure at your facility that you can actually see the sun setting. Yes. Because there are some facilities just by the <laughs> position that they're in. The you have to sun- run to a whole other side of the building, <laughs> well, the, which might not be as pretty. <laughs> the sun has already gone down behind the hill and there is no sunset. So 
just a little tip. Make sure your facility actually does have a sunset so you can take the picture. Anyway, yes. we move on. But this is but those are the things that people don't necessarily think about. And you're when you're going back, there sometimes is a little bit of this sense of regret. And I think the biggest set of regret comes when you work with professionals that you either A, aren't a professional, um, they're mm, amateurs, amateurs yeah. or they're your friends because you're not as willing to tell your friend, yes. like, mm, you know, I really, really need you to fix my eyeliner because you don't want to offend them. Um, and, and you're not necessarily as conscious of time because you're being dragged in so many different situations. You are. And those are the people who I often see, like, especially when you're looking at some of these wedding forums who come back and say, like, I had a great, the best time, but I regret. Yes. Or I wish I would have given myself more time for, like, seeing my dad. Or I wish we would have given ourselves a bigger gap for the, you know, between ceremony and reception. Right. And part of that is knowing who you are. But this is what I say. So this is a specific type of wedding type of blues. There was a survey several years ago of of what brides most regretted Mm -hmm. not having at their wedding. And videography or filmmaking Mm -hmm. was the number one thing. Absolutely. Because they missed so much of their wedding reception. They wanted to see what other people were doing. Yeah. And you don't know what's going on in another room. No, like you're not you seeing that emotional moment of of two best friends hugging each other or something right. like that. Or cocktail hour mm-hmm. where grandpa meets his his nephew or something that mm-hmm. lives on the other side of the, the world or country. Yeah. So you don't know. And it's not meant to be like a bad thing, but I'm gonna make another friends reference. There's All a right. thing where Monica oh, and geez. Chandler get married. The episode where yes. <laughs> and then at the end of it, like the next day, she's just like oh. And he's like, what's wrong with you? She's like, well, I'm not a bride. And he's like, um, okay, but we're married. And she's like, I know, but I've been planning this my entire life. And then he tricks her into going home to open up all the presents, which is the next exciting part of it. That is, it's it's a real thing. But now we're experiencing something totally new in this yes. wedding blues theme. Yes. Should we do that when we come back? Yeah, why don't we? Okay. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Need something delivered? Do you need dinner? Groceries? Did you forget to stop and buy that bottle of tequila? Postmates is here for you. If you haven't tried Postmates before, we have a great deal for you. Just by setting up a new account and using the code IndieFood, you will be eligible for $100 in delivery fee credits for the first seven days of your membership. Don't wait. Go to Postmates.com and use the code IndieFood. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-O-O-D. Postmates. Anything, anytime, anywhere. Postmate it. Meadowbrook Estate is the hidden gem of Connecticut. Located in Marlboro, Connecticut, we offer a one-of-a-kind wedding experience. With lodging for up to 30 guests, choose from our indoor or outdoor gated wedding package. This luxury venue is versatile and still fits within your style and budget. Visit us at MeadowbrookEstateCT.com. Patterson Family Chocolates, your online chocolate store. PattersonFamilyChocolates.com or 860-215-1349. Our secret family chocolate recipe of dark and milk chocolates are crafted to the Epicurean quality of European-style handmade gourmet truffles. Check out our new Caramel Carousel, 100% caramels of sea salt and regular assorted dark milk and white truffles. Patterson Family Chocolates provides a personal touch for your personal and business gifts, customizing packaging for your family and business. Patterson Family Chocolates. Call us today, 860-215-1349 or online at Patterson Family Chocolates chocolates.com. Kathy from Simply K Studios here letting you know that I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every week. 
You should too. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths, as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. Engage Connecticut offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all of New England. Look for us on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and at www.engagedct.com. There are 24 hours in a day. One-third of the day is spent in bed. Now, why not be in the most comfortable you can get? Layla mattresses are more than just a foam mattress. They are copper-infused and flippable. That's right, flippable. If you like a harder mattress, use one side. If you like a softer mattress, flip it over and voila. And the great thing about Layla is getting to try it out for 120 nights. That's right, four months. And if you decide that you don't like the mattress, Layla will pick up the cost of shipping it back and give you a full refund. Layla also offers bamboo sheets, weighted blankets, and memory foam pillows. And if you act soon, you can take advantage of their spring sale. $150 off a mattress and two free pillows. That's a $300 value. Plus, they are offering $30 to $50 off accessories. If you would like to take advantage of this great deal, simply follow the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you and to help support the show. Layla Sleep, thoughtfully designed for the most cool, clean, comfortable sleep imaginable. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. We're back to Be Engaged and Inspired <laughs> podcast. And we were talking about wedding blues. And now we're dealing, you know, both of us are dealing with a totally new set of wedding blues. Big blues. Big blues. Yes. There could be so many inappropriate things I to know. say. <laughs> but these are actually pre-wedding blues. Yeah. Which didn't really exist so much except maybe like if you showed a couple and one thing was out of budget and it's sort of heartbreaking because you can't have the thing that you want because it's not in budget. But because of this wonderful pandemic that we're having, which is so much fun. Oh, yes. Wedding plans have had to change. They've had to yep. pivot. They've had to just go in a totally different direction. Yep. So the, the wedding bell blues then mm-hmm. for the pandemic anyway. If people are wondering... What's going to happen at my event? If you're six months out from your wedding or a year out, you still don't know what <laughs> restrictions will be nope. placed on you. And you don't know how the restrictions are going to change depending yep. if the spikes yep. again, if it doesn't spike. Or how's it going to affect my guests and yes. my guest count? Uh, I'm planning 300 people. Uh, is it going to go down to 75, 50, 25? Mm-hmm. I mean, you did a wedding this yep. past... Uh, just before this all... I mean, as it was hitting. As it was going on. Yes, but, just as it was. So, so we went from 300 down to like 240 was I think what our final number was like the week of. And then very quickly by like Wednesday 
yeah. we were down to like 74 and 70 people showed up. So how how was the couple? I mean, how were their blues? The couple was actually really good because I think they, first of all, uh, they were in the medical field, so they sort of understood yeah, it. They did. They were still able to have a lot of the things because they were already ordered. So like we were, we had 900 roses, and I'm not kidding, on our hoopah that they were getting married under and they were already ordered so they still got their 900 right. roses and we spread people out and we did things differently i think their blues were like a little sad but they they still had an, an event okay. the blues that are really starting to hit a lot of couples is i can't even can't even have my 900 roses or i can't even have my 50 roses yeah. i can't have you know i was thinking about having a ballroom that was going to have highs and lows and mediums and all these different centerpieces you can't do that anymore. and now you're only going to have five six tables or you could have 10 tables but there's going to be like three people at a table at each, yeah. or maybe now my grandparents have said hey i'm not coming right or my aunt and uncle have said hey i'm not coming we don't know what restrictions are going to change with flights biggest thing yeah. is too if, if hotels are even open right so we're taking something that people have been planning mm -hmm. and we're condensing it down to maybe one day or we're condensing it and putting it into another year and one of my couples said it the best way they were like I want to be married. I, of course, want to have a big, huge party. I, I of course, want to do all these things for all the right reasons. But I also want to feel like I can move on to the next stage of my life. Yeah. And what I just did is put my entire life on hold again for an entire mm. additional I year. Never, I never thought of that. If you're getting married in... Um Let's just say like in, let's just say July. Yeah. And you've planned it. You've got the excitement. You're peaking. And then you're told, well, we can't do it now until next July. Mm-hmm. That is a big blue. <laughs> and now what if you were planning on purchasing your first home in September? Yeah. And what if you were, for whatever reasons, because either you're a teacher or you're somebody, whatever mm -hmm. your plan is, mm -hmm. you were family planning yep. something additional. Or you were planning on going on a honeymoon, which now we don't know yeah. what honeymoon things will be. And here's the weird thing. There may be some couples who might have to go on their honeymoon before they can have their wedding, depending uh, on... So let's say you were getting married in July and yep. you set your honeymoon up for February. Yep. And now your wedding has been bumped yes. to July of next year. Yep. But the travel agency or your airline or your hotel... Won't let you move. Won't let you move at yep. this moment. Yep. So yep. it's going to be a pre-honeymoon... <laughs> before you got married. Before you got married. Yeah, I see what you mean about the wedding bell blues. So Definitely. that's it, and you know, part of it is, of course, we understand as professionals that there's a heartbreak in it, but there's also sort of like I've always said, you have to look at the other perspective of it that you still get to say I do. And that's the most important thing, isn't it? It is getting be. married. Yes. Right. So whatever else happens is is a bonus. Yes. But now for you, and I'm sure you're seeing this, is like, I'm am I going to get my big dance floor? <laughs> <laughs> or am I going to get a bigger dance floor because everybody has to be spread out? Yeah, nobody's asked me that yet. I think I'm going to start seeing that once the facilities open up. Because the facilities don't know what to do at this moment either. Exactly. So based on that, I'm just assuming that we're just going to have a dance floor and we're going to dance. Dance, 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 dance. Yeah, <laughs> Until we actually open up, I don't think. See, now I'm getting the wedding mm -hmm. bell blues because I'm wondering now, what are facilities going to tell me that I have to do as far as come to do with dancing? Like, are you going to be able to do the anniversary dance? Are you going to put your grandparents who've been married 65 years literally in the middle of, of a, all a of your other couples, yep. which is what you typically would have yep. done? We sort of would have centered them yep. to be dancing and dancing and dancing for... 
and then they would have been awarded a bouquet or something. There's a lot of things that we used to do before that you're going to have the blues about that we may not be able to do. The other one is the... The what? Can you make figure out my signal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the masks. <laughs> the masks. The wedding that you did, I saw some pictures. Very good, by the way. But they, they had masks. Bride and groom masks. Well, the bride and groom didn't have masks when they were exchanging their vows. Well, they I, did they did okay. take their I, photos. I guess we should explain that. Yes. <laughs> there was a picture after yes. where they had the mask that had bride and groom on it. Mm-hmm. It looked really cute. But I cannot imagine everybody seated at the ceremony having a mask on. And that's one of the things that people are saying, like, hey, if we do move forward, and even if we can have 75 people, I don't know if I want my photos looking back at my guests all wearing their masks. Yes. And then the question is, do they put their mask on the table and then they uh, put well, it back on? See, now... Yeah. now. I mean, I've I've put on a mask and gotten out of the car, like, and come back in and taken it off, and then like had to make one more stop and stood there with my mask going, "Oh my god, I have to put like a front and a back because it's a fabric one, so I don't know." And then I was like, I either just coroned myself or not. And you know what? I go out, I wear my mask, I come, I wash it. Oh yeah, and then I usually do too. But if I like all of a sudden realize I don't have gas, no, I don't care. As soon as I come in the house, I'm washing it. If I can't get back home, then I have to make an additional stop. But this is the part where some people are saying like, "Oh my God, like my my grandparents may not be able to come," or "Do I want to look at photos that all have masks?" And part of me feels like this is a part of history, and. There are other pandemics that have happened. Oh, uh, of course. And people have survived, and we all innovate and move forward and do these things. But it is a question, and, and that photo you were discussing, there were um, some very social distancing group. We oh, were on yes. 98 acres of land, so yeah, we could so, really yeah. spread out. Um, and the bride and groom did their first dance with family members who stood in their groups. Um, some wore masks, some did not. They were pretty far apart from each other. But then once again, you have photos where some people are wearing masks, some and people some are, are not, not wearing masks. And I think that's, yeah, it's an adjustment. Yeah. This is something that we're going to look back on. And either it's going to be a moment in history that we're going to cherish and say, look, we got married mm-hmm. and we got through the pandemic. Or you're going to like, I'm, all right, I'm taking that picture out of my album. I'm taking mm-hmm. that out. I'm, I don't want to remember it. I don't want uh, 2020 never existed. For some of us, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I will sign up for that part too. But the other thing is, is I think we may see for the people who do get married this year and who do get married in 2021, I think we may see a surge of renewals and vow renewals in five you years. You think so? Instead of 10 or 15 oh, or 20, we may gotcha. see it in five just gotcha. because they've regrouped, They've things have changed, and you might feel, you know, like we did make our way out of this, so let's, let's really do it. Right, because there are some couples that have said, okay, I'm not going to have the big wedding anymore. Mm-hmm. We're just going to cancel, and we're going to have something small in the backyard, and we're going to get married because that's the most important thing. And they're still sad, and it's okay oh, to be sad. sad. Absolutely. It's, it's okay to be heartbroken Absolutely. About it. But then, five years down the road, you're saying this, they look back and like, now we're going to have that mm-hmm. big wedding, and we're going to renew I... our vows at the same time. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to say, I didn't get to dance with my dad, or I didn't get to dance with my uncle who's been this meaningful person in my right. life, or my brother, or whoever it is. And I think great point. those are those things where you're going to be sad about it, and it's going to be the type of sad that if you don't move forward, yep. it's going to sort of be that thing that sits in the back of your head. It's something that... You know, every time when I hear somebody on the phone saying like, well, if I can't do it this way, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And my response always is I 100 percent hear you. I understand you. 
what are the things that you are in danger of not having for next year? Yep. And then how can we put those things into right. this wedding right now? Right. Or whatever whatever this little yes, moment is. is. Yep. But like the wedding that we just did, which was had the whole social distancing. Yep. The father of the bride couldn't be here due to health reasons and flying back in and being quarantined in an Airbnb <laughs> in a different state. Longest trip he's ever been on. <laughs> but one of the things was that like his family Zoomed and she still broke down in tears. He still broke down uh, in tears because he got to see her all dressed up. Yep. He got to listen to all the vows. Yep. And the groom did say something very sweet. Like, I hope I can fill your dad's shoes in the sense of, show, you know, being uh, the same type of father and all that stuff. Oh, beautiful. And these were memories that you're not going to get. No. Even if we wait, you know, we are doing a big wedding in a year. Yep. But it's not going to be the same thing. Right. You just don't know. And that's why we call it the Wedding Bell Blues. I just called the Wedding Blues, but you can well, go Wedding Bell Blues. Well, because there's a song. I know. Right? That's why, because you're a musical. Fifth Dimension, yeah. 1968. Oh, my God. All okay. right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So any parting, wisdom-y type of things? Yes. I want to remind all, all of our, I'll say it a third time, all oh. of our listeners to please, please, please Go to my website, all the atmosphere hyphenproductions.com, and get our free report. Yes, I said free report. Eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before you book them. And now, because of this pandemic, it's even more crucial. We may add a couple of other questions that you must ask them as well. That's true. This. So remember that you can download us for free off of iTunes and Google Play. You can subscribe. And please come back every single Wednesday because we come back every single Wednesday. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. This week's episode is brought to you by Indie Blast Podcast Network, spotlighting the best in independent podcasting. Indie Blast Podcast Network.